Welcome to the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast. This is for the new earth feminine leader who is ready for exponential growth by going deeper into her magic. The woman who's here to expand her wealth, become fully self-expressed and make waves through her business. Hi, I'm your host, Jenna Fay, founder of Soul Meet Strategy. I've grown my multi six-figure business by mentoring badass women like you to unleash your embodied feminine leadership, use aligned strategy to scale, become masterful facilitators and experience quantum manifestation. If you're a full body yes to experiencing more wealth, pleasure and nourishment in your life and business, then you are in the right place. Come and connect with me on Instagram at soulmeetstrategy. Get on my email list at soulmeetstrategy.com and come hang out with me in my community of fellow new earth feminine leaders on Facebook. Now let's kick this off and get this party started. Hello, fellow New Earth visionary and conscious leader. It is your host, Jenna Faye Madden, and welcome back to the Soul Meet Strategy Podcast, or welcome if you are checking out this show for the first time. This is an extra special episode today, not only because we are kicking off season three, but because I am unveiling with you something that I have been working on birthing, creating, which is the Soul Meets Strategy Manifesto. This is really the backbone of the movement that I have been creating, the principles that have supported me to support thousands of rising New Earth women around the world. And as someone who is on a mission to get more money into the hands of conscious women, so that we can rise up together, so that we can create more impact, more influence, and ultimately a bigger ripple of impact into the collective frequency together. This is why I'm here. I believe this is why you are here. You have a special soul mission that you are on, on your path, with your magic, with your craft, that you are on the path of mastery of. And I believe that this comes from our heart, this comes from our soul, it comes from a place of service, and it's something that guides us to, at some point on the entrepreneurial path, merging into the vehicle of a business, which is such a powerful way for us to get our magic out to more people, to reach the masses, to really transform the world while living, while breathing our soul's purpose. And this show and what we do here at Soul Meet Strategy is really for the visionary woman who's ready for more. You've been showing up, you've been doing the things, and you are ready to turn the dial way the fuck up. So if you can get excited about this, tune in for this full episode. Make sure you are subscribed to this podcast and let's let's jump into season three together. So I I feel this season is going to have a core theme around crafting movements and amplifying what we have been creating. I have some epic solo episodes that are a mix of trainings and activations and behind the scenes of running a multiple six-figure-a-year business that has done over $1.5 million cash as a company of Soulmate Strategy. And we have some epic 
handpicked conscious conversations happening this season as well with really high level leaders. And when I say high level, I mean these are people who are walking the walk, not just talking the talk, who have incredible insights and are willing to pull back the veil on their success and to share with us about their movement and their mission so we can take those golden nuggets and apply it to our business as well. This is the space to hang out in if you are claiming big things this year. If you are not only wanting to quantum leap your cash flow, but you genuinely want to get more visible. You want to step into deeper thought leadership. You are in the right place. If you are new to this podcast, let me quickly introduce myself. My name is Jenna Faye Madden, and I see myself as a new earth architect. I am here to support you on your soul mission through leadership development, through the energetics and the practicality behind making business simple so that you can scale. So if you are calling in 10K months, 50K months, even 100K months in your business, we are going to be having a good time together in this season. My clients refer to me as basically a business doula. I'm helping you birth your offers into the world. I'm helping you take the magnificence and brilliance of what you have been creating and I help you to refine so that you can have a more easeful business that helps you to have more freedom while making more impact and increasing your cash flow. And most importantly, I hope you have a lot more fun while you're doing it because so often in business we get in this from our heart space and we're here to make a big impact but we stop having fun somewhere along the way usually we get burdened by the marketing and the sales and the online echo chamber so together we are here to rise up as leaders while simultaneously staying in our own lane not giving so many fucks about everybody else and what they're doing and how you say, how they say it should be done to trust your inner authority while also plugging into an ecosystem, because that's really what we have here at Soulmate Strategy, is an ecosystem, a community of fellow New Earth women who are here rising up with you. I see this as a wolf pack that you can tap into. So I want to help you make your life and your business feel like you just got a five-star treatment at the spa, and you are on cloud nine, and you're not bypassing things, but you're truly loving it. You're allowing yourself to be that woman, that identity of yourself, that highest timeline of the woman who can have it all, who can let go of the scarcity of the programming and the things that aren't serving you to step into something so much bigger. So I'm going to take you through the manifesto today of Soulmate Strategy, and I want to invite you into the energy and the movement of what is being created, and to also help you on your path with some pillars and some energetics that you can tap into. Because if you want to turn the dial up this year, it's important that we have things that we can lean on, guiding principles, so to speak, that we can tune into and to keep ourselves tethered to. So everything I share with you from the manifesto, you can take what resonates, leave what doesn't, but the fact that you are here tells me that you are deeply connected to really making a big impact with your work and to allow yourself to have that level of freedom as well. So the first 
piece of the manifesto is about embracing authenticity. And this to me is about living your truth, letting go of the fear of judgment and tapping into the power of vulnerability. We are in a weird, amazing, kind of freaky time in the world right now with the rise of AI, with the amount of content that's being produced, the amount of people who are stepping into entrepreneurship, coaching, healing, which I believe is a really good thing overall. It's an exciting thing. It's a part of the Great Awakening where, of course, duh, people are going to want to step more into their purpose their passion. This is a natural progression of what's happening. And to have a really successful, thriving business that is built for longevity, it requires more than ever for us to be in our authenticity. Now, that might be a buzzword that gets tossed around, but authenticity, if we strip it all back, is about living in your truth. And really sharing those aspects of your truth. And this is the difference between posting content and just showing up to show up and actually sharing who you are as a human being. What do you stand for? People don't just buy your stuff. People buy from fellow people. They have to buy into you before they can buy from you, right? So when we live our truth, This isn't about just posting random inspirational content. This is an aspect of thought leadership. This is about walking the walk, not just talking the talk. So think about what it is that you are an expert in. And how do you lead yourself through it? And what are you navigating? What have you been leading yourself through? What do you really believe in and want to take a stand for? These are the aspects that go beyond just sharing quote unquote, what's in your niche, you know, just sharing content to get visible. This is about embracing your authenticity. And there's a difference between sharing vulnerably versus being in victimhood, right? And we get to have the sacred power of privacy. You don't have to share every single thing that goes on in your life. You don't need to share every single thing that goes on in real time. And there's an art to sharing things vulnerably, where it's coming from your heart, it's coming from your truth, and you can still be in your leadership by sharing how you led yourself through it versus posting by saying something such as, yeah, like this, this has been the hardest year ever. Okay, and, right, taking it that step further. So often I talk to women and they ask themselves, well, how do I bring more of me and how do I even do that? And the answer is so simple that sometimes we overthink it because you you simply just do. And you might think that you don't lead the most exciting life or people aren't going to get it. But the reality is we crave human interaction, human realness. So as long as you're not just sharing photos of your dog or a photo of your breakfast and you're actually weaving in, like, how do you live your life? What are your values behind those things? This is where we can turn the dial way up in our level of contribution so we can lead, we can be seen, we can serve in bigger and bolder ways. The next one I want to speak to is courage, and specifically courage in action. Because to me, courage is motion. If we're just thinking courageous thoughts like, ooh, it would be edgy to post that, Ooh, it would be kind of bold of me to claim that I want to do a million dollars cash this year. 
courage and bravery go hand in hand together. And they're supported by actually taking courageous action. Not too long ago, I ran a program, a mini program called Courage Codes. And I created that because I saw how many women are just bumping up against the edge. And they're letting their fears, the uncharted territory of newness and where they want to go, stop them from moving forward. But I always say that we, we make magic in the mess. And we don't need to be perfect, but we do need to allow ourselves in a leadership capacity to make moves. Sometimes these are micro moves that build up into big macro quantum leaps. And sometimes these are like the life defining, you get to choose door one or two, right? And you're shifting onto different timelines kind of moments. But courage in action is putting the post up, even though it feels a little bit edgy. Having the sweaty palm conversation with a client where you need to set some boundaries and clean up the energy. It's sending a message pitching yourself to go on a podcast that is with someone that you really, really respect. It's putting out your launch of your offer, even though you're shaking in your boots, wondering, is anybody going to sign up for this one? Right? So we, we keep moving and we keep doing the things. The reason why I believe in making magic in the mess so much is because I've been living it. I've been breathing it. One of the most powerful experiences I've had of making magic in the mess was about five years ago. So it shows the power of this moment because it stayed with me. And long story short, I was at a leadership conference in Australia that shifted a lot for me. I feel there's there's still nuggets that I get from that experience all these years later. But while we were going through this crazy leadership initiation, there was about a hundred of us at this event, we also were tasked with creating $30,000 in just under 48 hours. And it's not like we had 48 hours of time to go and allocate to raising $30,000 for charity. During that time, we were fully immersed in the workshops of this. So we had like little breaks. We had basically from like 8 p.m. until like 5 a.m. when we had to be up the next day. So really when you compound it, we had, I don't know, maybe 12 hours of active time to really do this. And during that, we had to, as a group, come up with what charity, how are we going to promote it, how are we actually going to do this. So the actual time to to promote and make this happen was very, very minimal. And at this type of leadership event, we were doing like deep somatic work. People were having clearings from like sexual trauma. We had so many different pieces of ourselves that were being shattered and dissolved and then built back up. So it was messy. And the point of why I share this is what blew me away is that somehow we were able to create, I think it was 38,000 over those couple of days. And it really showed me like, wow, we can literally create magic in the mess. We can collapse timelines, right? It wasn't about how much time we had to put into it. And the power of community and momentum. Once we actually started to see people donating to the GoFundMe, we had evidence and we kept going and we had courage and we kept taking action and things happened. So this is to me is something I hold so close to my heart as a value. And I invite you to think about how can you lead yourself 
maybe not through that exact scenario, but through the messy moments in your business, the moments where you let go of trying to control and you step into the imperfection and the okayness with this, which leads me into the next pillar of the manifesto, which is decisive momentum. This is the impact of swift, effective decision-making. I promise so much will open up for you this year in terms of tangible results, but also the energetic of who you will become as you learn to make even more empowered and quick decisions. This means you trust your gut and you avoid overthinking. I cannot tell you the amount of money being left on the table, opportunities gone by from women literally in their head right? Like just overthinking things like, should I price it at this or should I price it at that? Should I launch it on the new moon or should I do it with this? And I'm here to tell you all of it matters and none of it matters. The thing that matters the most is can you trust yourself to move? Can you see yourself as a woman who makes powerful decisions? Let's think about this from an investing perspective. I'm sure almost everybody listening to this has had investments that maybe didn't go as planned Maybe they were overpromised and underdelivered. And I hear from women lots where they basically don't trust investing. They're like, oh, I've had a bad mastermind experience, or I've had a bad private coaching experience, or blah, 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 which I'm not here to discount. And it's like, do you not trust other people? Or have you actually had a broken sense of trust in yourself? And I believe many of us have had a broken sense of trust. In ourself. And it's important that we start to talk about this as a community. I invite you to share your stories of how you've made impactful decisions, of how you've led yourself through maybe decisions that didn't go as planned. And how are you becoming more and more resilient through it? How are you still identifying and learning to identify as a woman who can make powerful decisions, who trusts herself? and her inner authority above all else. Because a lot of us are still looking around, and I see this in our society. I see this in business. I see it in motherhood. I see it all over the place where we're looking for an adult. And I don't blame anyone, and I have aspects of this myself, but we've been so deeply conditioned in our society to outsource our power, to look at others for the answers, whether we're talking government, business coach, health coach, doctor, And it's about time we took our power back. And this starts with having powerful decisions and really connecting that to how much momentum that creates. Because when we're sitting in the indecision, we're we're not moving, right? Things stagnate. This is why in sales, what I practice and what I teach as well is if it's not an empowered yes, it's an empowered no. So what I personally practice with businesses if people are humming and hawing and of course I respect people's process and and their decision making but if they are not making a decision they're thinking you know I've answered all their questions and they're like I don't know then what I say to them is that's okay let let's make it a no and not right now and then there's a decision (laughs) that's been made but sitting in the indecision of maybe yes mm, ah, I don't know maybe no that that's not empowering the individual So I help to teach them to make a decision. And so I kind of make the decision with and for them so that there's been a decision and I explain why, because this is going to help them create more momentum and then they can honor where they're at right now. 
So I invite you to think about where can you be making more powerful decisions in your business? And these are the little things of the launch date, the price, the name of your program, the mentor that you have your eye on that you want to work with, all of these things. How can you trust yourself to move a little faster and to honor what you already know to be true? You know if it's a yes in your body. You know if it's a no in your body. The next one I want to speak to is multidimensional leadership, where you embrace all aspects of yourself and you basically stop trying to segment the different aspects of yourself where we, we have been taught to compartmentalize, we've been taught to quote-unquote niche down, and the reality is you are the niche. The biggest strength that you might have in your business is your different range, your spectrum of skills, modalities, experiences, passions. And when we try to box ourselves in, to go, okay, I'm only going to be known for, I'm only going to share about this one thing. Now, if that works for you and it feels good, you'll know it in your body and that's great. But I find for most people in our community, we're quite multidimensional. And so I think of myself and I think, well, if I was only able to talk about something like high ticket sales, I would get so bored so fast. I love talking about wealth energetics and the new earth and leadership, and the other aspects of business like offer design and strategy. So if I was only talking about high-ticket sales, sure, maybe I could have success, but at what point would I self-destruct because I'm leaving the rest of myself out? And this is what many of us are trying to do. So from a strategic perspective, what I will say is if you become the niche And you focus on building your personal brand. You focus on building a movement with a common theme. You can have multiple areas of expertise. You just need to make sure that your offers are clear. Those are essentially what you niche down on. You make sure your message is clear with that common theme. You make sure you're clear in the type of people that you are calling in and that you're here for. So that there can be a movement, a solid message an actual problem solution that you're really here for, that you stand for. And you get to be you. You get to be all of you. And sure, you can be strategic if you're launching something. Maybe you might talk about one area a little bit more during that window. But as a whole, you're not leaving yourself out. And when you describe yourself, it doesn't sound like some super dry, boring statement that makes you want to vomit. And you can literally flow with who you are while being strategic and working on your communication skills so that people also can go, oh, okay, I get it. And you can be known for something. And part of multidimensional leadership is we're able to lead ourselves and we're committed to that. And we're committed to expanding our capacity and our skill set to lead others as well. So this is like our emotional intelligence. This is Mastering the Art of Facilitation, which is what my certification program is all about. Helping people to step out of the one-to-one and the small groups into really being able to hold space and capacity to serve one-to-many people. Because nobody really equips us for that, and only a small percentage of us have a background in that. This is about learning to 
step into your leadership of a team. Because if you really have a huge vision in a business, you don't necessarily need a big team, but you're also not meant to do it alone either. So these are the things to learn about, to lean into as a multidimensional woman, right? Like not holding back maybe the cosmic parts of you or the more masculine parts of you, the different skills, experiences, stories that you have to share. Next up, we have spiritual and strategic harmony. This is what soulmate strategy is in a nutshell. This is the intersection of spirit and business. So spirituality, our soul mission, our soul's expression as souls here having a human experience, bringing in the meditation, bringing in the quantum, bringing in timelines, like actually allowing us to go beyond the veil of what we can see and the expansion of our consciousness through the great awakening that's happening here in the planet, realizing the difference between operating in business in a 3D energetic, a 4D energetic, and a 5D and beyond kind of energetic because there is differences. While also being able to bring in and apply the practical, tangible, strategic side of things that need to happen in our businesses. Because otherwise, there's not a balance, right? If we're just in business strategy of the masculine energy, we can maybe get to a point, but we're not necessarily going to feel fulfilled. We're not necessarily going to feel connected or expressed. And on the other side of things, if we are too much in our feminine energy and we're just totally flowing we've rebelled from any kind of structure which I know I certainly did when I left the corporate world and started my business but that also will only get us to a point if we're just free flowing going with our quote-unquote intuition and creativity but we don't have any structure to support us so to me the intersection of soul and strategy as female leaders, is about thinking of this as taking a holistic approach where we pay attention to how we feel in our body, we pay attention to our intuition, we pay attention to the actual tangible decisions that we need to make with our mind, our community, our well-being, and we're thinking about things for longevity. We're thinking about the fulfillment of having our needs met on a tangible level in terms of making money, having profit in our business, and feeling so deeply fulfilled and creative and expressed in what we are doing as well, right? It's like we're inviting spirit into the conversation. We're not trying to control everything. We are widening our channel to really experience and dance with the divine in our business, which also requires a level of strategy and taking action on things to bring them into the tangible, which to me is so important and something I'm so passionate for us all to grow in the realm of together this year in our business. Now, one of the next pieces I feel is so important, it cannot be left out, is abundance. Specifically, abundance mindset as we transition out of scarcity and into a more wealthy woman-type identity. And this comes down to one core thing, which is being able to recognize the sneaky scarcity patterns, stories, 
and mindset that we all have varying levels of programming around. And it's deep, you know, like these are the areas. This is why I created my program, Alchemy of Abundance, because we are alchemists. We have the power and the potential to transmute this stuff, but it does require our consciousness and our intention around it. This is why so many women I speak to have made money and had a certain level of success, yet they still don't really feel like they have the money that they desire. You know, it's like the money hits their account and it's like, oops, where did it go? Or maybe they have been hoarding money and it feels uncomfortable to let any of it go. Like all of these varying types of scenarios are forms of scarcity. And so this to me, I'm on such a mission to help us switch into an operating system that comes truly from a place of abundance. I'll give you a tangible example of of something I was asked recently and a situation that I um, encountered where someone had referred me to another woman to go on to her podcast. And I'm I'm always pretty much down to collaborate, right? Like I bring in the strategy behind it to make sure like, hmm, okay, yeah, is it aligned? Does it make sense? Is it going to be a win-win-win? Like is it going to bring value to my community? Is it going to bring value to their community? Is it going to help grow our audiences? Like is it a win for everybody? And if the answer is no, then I have no problem passing on that opportunity. But this seemed like a really great opportunity. So I, I sent over my information on the application and the woman said, everything sounded and looked great. However, because we both coach in the same realm, um, she, she isn't interested in collaborating, which 100% is in her right, first and foremost, to want what she wants and, and everything. But my mindset around this, because I was asked this on a podcast recently, is there's kind of two, there's two camps here. We can look at if we're collaborating with other people as competition. And that to me is is generally based in a more scarcity energetic, right? Of like, there isn't enough to go around. Or we can look at this from an abundance mindset of, wow, how complementary could this be? Because we obviously have audiences that are into the same things so they're going to be really interested in this collaboration and we can really cross-pollinate grow our audiences and serve the people in our audiences and that's generally more the camp that I see myself in where I think oh yeah I don't really care if they also do business coaching and leadership and, and this sort of stuff because there's always more than enough to go around and what that person might be selling well, there some, might be people in their audience where that's not the right offer for them right now. They see something for me and they go, oh, this is it. This is perfect. And vice versa. And that that's how I like to think of this. And this is where I feel like we have a big opportunity as sisters, as women, as leaders to reprogram ourselves onto a dominant timeline of abundance. But this takes commitment. And I feel like this takes conversation and it takes self-leadership, self-responsibility and awareness to notice where is that kind of stuff sneaking in? Where are we secretly looking at other people thinking they have it better because they have a bigger audience or they've been in this for longer or we're posting and then we're, we're checking and refreshing and refreshing, which is actually just scarcity creeping in, right? And we're looking for that validation. So I'm excited for us to have a lot more conversations this year about developing 
a more abundant mindset and how can we apply this in the new paradigm? Because of course, we all love the topic of abundance. I feel like this gets talked about a lot, but how do we really apply it? How do we really live it? And this goes into the next pillar of heart-led leadership. To me, the basis of this is really our intuition in leadership and our dedication that fundamentally we are here to create transformation. We are here to serve from a place of love, and we are here to really follow our heart. And this requires, it goes back, you know, all these things are interrelated. It requires courage. It requires an abundant mindset. It requires us doing the inner work. It requires us stepping into and owning our multidimensionality because being a heart-led leader isn't just a buzz term and it isn't necessarily easy to follow our heart in business. I'm about to say no to an opportunity that could sound really great, but I'm not getting the yes in my body and it's not actually aligning with the bigger vision and the movement that I'm here to create. It would be taking me out of that. So that means that I'm going to have a heart-to-heart conversation and say no to this particular opportunity that I have. And heart-led leadership means that we are willing to keep getting better and better at speaking to the heart and the soul of our clients and our community. And I feel like a really great example around this is the willingness to own who you really want to work with. So many of you are speaking to people that you don't actually really want to work with, either because you're trying to speak to everybody because you don't want to leave anyone behind, or you are so used to working with whoever you've worked with, and maybe that's grown, shifted, evolved, and it doesn't excite you in the way that it did, but then you keep attracting more of those people because that's who you surround yourself with and who you've been working with, so it's who you write to in your content, and it's time for an evolution, but that requires us leaning into our heart to really ask ourselves, what's of highest service to my higher self, to my community, to humanity? And so it takes a certain balance of our emotion and our logic and coming back to trusting our inner voice. And this goes right into the next one, which is unapologetic desire. I always ask my clients, if nobody told you how it should be done, how would you do it? And if anything were possible, and there was no limitations, what would you desire? Because the reality is most of us still don't really let ourselves dream and we're downplaying our desires. And there's that niggling little inner part of you that's like, I'm ready for more. I want more. And then there's this other part of you that might be going, who does she think she is? Like, what is the audacity of that woman to think that she can make this amount of money or that she could have a an audience of this many people or that she could hold space for this many people and most of those voices are not our own right it's it's the person who we've heard call it our little business it's society and the discomfort that it'll make other people feel for us to make more money you know i can personally say that there are a lot of members in my family particularly on one side of my family who don't talk to me anymore because my quote-unquote success has made them incredibly uncomfortable and don't get me wrong like I'm a very I like to think generous person I love to help family 
but I also have learned to set boundaries. And when I have family members that I have no relationship really with who, you know, they don't talk to me, they don't check in on me, and then they leave hateful messages on my social media because it triggers them and they say things like, well, I don't see you sending me extra money at Christmas. And, you know, it's like an uncle or an aunt or someone you don't even talk to. Like, I just have learned to block and delete people who are not supporting my mission and my vision. And ultimately, my my vision, my dreams, my mission, they're partly about me and for my family and the legacy I'm here to create. And it's also so much bigger than that. And some something that has been such a common theme with many friends, other leaders I've been speaking with lately, is the power of our why. And to keep coming back to that, now that might sound cliche, but cliches are cliche for a reason, typically because they're true. And what I want to invite you into this year, and I feel that is a big part of what the Soulmate Strategy community is all about, whether it's over here on the podcast, if you're on my Instagram account, if you're in my New Earth Feminine Leaders Facebook community, I want to hear and we want to hear your desires. There is so much power in actually stating what you're calling in. And it's not about attaching to the timeline. And then if you don't hit that in that timeline, that it's bad or wrong. But I know for me, I've been openly stating some of the things that I'm working on right now, which is having a million dollar cash year. I'm writing and publishing my book this year. Like there's there's things that I'm stating. It's about buying land this year and I'm putting it out there. And if the timeline of God is is different from that, I'm okay. I'm not trying to control it, but I'm also allowing myself to be unapologetic, to be ambitious, to be loving, but clear and firm and direct in, in who I'm here to work with and really owning my own process. And that for me goes into things like I don't do sales calls. People either know I'm for them or they don't. And I'm happy to go back and forth and message with them and send voice notes. But I don't need to do a sales call with somebody. And if then they don't want to work with me, like that's okay. And I'm unapologetic about it. And I want them to be unapologetic about them and their needs. But I encourage you to not necessarily fixate on goals and timelines, but to think about what do I really desire? And what's beyond that? Because even then, you might catch yourself downplaying. I caught myself working on my business plan for this year and writing things like um, in my membership, which is almost at 50 women, I wrote, oh, I want to have 100 women. And then I just had a moment where I had to shake my head and go, wait a minute. Like, that's fine. But that that's me literally just kind of going into a default of what seems reasonable and attainable and doable where it's almost like, oh yeah, of course I could double it in a year. Yeah, of course I could. And then I tapped into, but like, is that what I desire? And does that feel like the highest timeline? And it was actually like, no, I feel like this membership can and will grow to hundreds this year. So we just have to be willing to check ourselves because on the flip side, sometimes we'll just set ego goals and be like, I want to create this, but we don't feel connected to it. And it's not coming from our heart and our soul. And sometimes it's actually a smaller number than what we initially want to write down. And maybe we want to work with people more intimately and it's not about huge launches and this and that. So the big theme here is be real with yourself, be unapologetic no matter how big or how small, but most importantly, be honest with yourself. 
And the last thing I want to say about all of this today is to embrace the evolution, to actually be willing to self-reflect, to embrace change, to be in the energy of continuous learning, realizing that there is so much beauty and power in the process and that we don't need to only focus on, okay, well, when I get there, then I'll be enough. Then it'll be good enough. Like, where are you downplaying just how skilled you already are, just how far you have already come? And can you really own just how powerful you really already are, where you can set high standards for yourself, for your community, for humanity of what's possible? And from this point forward, build things for the longevity to support your highest timeline of freedom, of creativity, and impact without holding yourself to who you were last year, let alone who you were yesterday. And instead of feeling like you have to get to a certain point and then you can let your community know, like, could you commit this year to bringing your community along for the ride? I promise it's more fun that way. And I promise people are going to feel more connected to you. What I've been saying with my community lately is like, I'm, I'm getting on the rocket ship and I'm making big moves this year. I'm serving my heart out and I'm really claiming bigger things. Who's in? Who wants to join me? So if you feel like that is you, then welcome home. Welcome to your community. Welcome to your wolf pack of new earth feminine leaders who are here to rise up with you. And if you want to tap deeper into this community on your journey, your rise, then where I recommend you start is number one, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. Make sure that we are connected on Instagram or Facebook and make sure we're actually truly connected. Like I want to be connected with you. I want to know what you're up to. I want to cheer you on and follow your path and your journey. And you can tap into my free resources. You can tap into my quiz, my resources. You can go to the links below and get some personal insights apply some of the teachings of what has worked for me and thousands of women that I've worked with to step up onto your highest path. And when you get these resources, you can get onto my email list, which is my favorite place to hang out and where I share exclusive content, where the, you know, my email list to me is, is like my inner circle. This is where I share things first. This is where announcements happen, behind the scenes shares from my heart. And if you want to step deeper into community, then I recommend checking out my membership, the Liberated Woman Vortex, because you're here, because you're part of the community and you're listening to this, you can get a free trial to come in and check out the community and all the resources in there are networking calls so you can tap into our incredible community and find your business besties, collaborations, maybe your next client or mentor, and be a part of the community in that way while also having some access to me for Q&A and our incredible experts because it is such a holistic space that is designed to make business simple and to help you rise up 
as a new Earth Feminine leader. So you can definitely check out the Liberated Woman Vortex and snag the free trial below. And if you want to get more personal, customized support and work with me in a more intimate group program like my masterminds or my private mentorship, then the best thing to do is send me a message. Reach out, let's connect, let's explore what will be of highest support to you, to where you want to go, and come, come hang out, be a part of the community in some aspect or another. I believe that this is a very important time in this industry and in the collective rising that we plug in to community. We aren't just wallflowers lurking around, whether it's with me or other leaders that you resonate and fellow New Earth leaders, like actually comment on their posts. Don't don't just be a consumer, be a creator, but also be a collaborator, you know, like actually plug into the community and let yourself be seen. So much power and magic happens from expanding our network, from actually building relationships. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of success and growth I've had in my business as a result of relationships, which are really our top currency. So I encourage you to take the aspects of what I have talked about in today's episode with you and apply it. Maybe take some notes. I'm excited for you to join us on the next episode. I have a very, very incredible guest joining us for an interview. So I will see you next week, next episode for a deep soul conversation. And until next time, together we rise. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode of the Soul Meet Strategy podcast. I'd love to hear what came up for you during this episode. Tag me on your stories on Instagram at Soul Meet Strategy and come hang out with me inside of the New Earth Feminine Leadership Community on Facebook. Don't forget to leave me a review as I love and so deeply appreciate hearing your feedback. And from my heart to yours, keep shining bright, sister, and I'll see you on the next episode.